0: Hello everyone. That's right. It's Ricky. How is everybody doing? Is Ricky Baez flying solo today? Or am I? Do not know yet. Uh, I'll let you know here in just a few moments. JC is out doing some things with stuff. I don't know. But uh, he's taking the day off today. So today... Because also, before I mention why I'm continuing on with the show today, it's because for the next couple of weekends, we're going to be out. If you haven't noticed, the HR Talk podcast is, um, it's adopting the federal holiday schedule put together with a public school schedule. So in the summer, we're going to be off. In the winter, we're going to be off. Spring break, we're going to be off. And um, yeah, that's what we're going to do. So we're going to be taking a Thanksgiving break these next couple of weeks, but I didn't want to take today off. But I am not alone today. Today, I have the amazing pleasure of co-hosting this show with... Let me tell you about this person. Uh, This person, when I first started working at Sears Home Improvement, which I can't say that right now because the organization, I, I don't work there anymore, and they changed their name to Transform Co. That's a whole different subject, which we might get into today. But when I first started working there, she is the first person I met, and I quickly realized what a powerhouse she is in the HR industry, in Sears Home Improvement, and beyond to the point that so many years later, we Still connect and we still uh, call each other for advice. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to stop hyping her up too much. I would like to welcome to the show for a special guest co host, Miss Kayla Pereira. Kayla.
1: Hey Ricky, how are what an you? Introduction. Thank you for
0: that. Yeah, you know I have like five thousand people here listening as well. That's why you heard that. Okay, calm down, people. Calm down. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Kayla, um, so for, I'm not I'm not going to steal your thunder. Um, I I said I told everybody already a little bit about you. Um, you've been in HR for quite some time. You are currently an HR manager um, in 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 the workforce today. Anything else you wanted to add to those to that list of accolades?
1: No, no, not at all. I think it's, it's it's pretty accurate. You know, I grew up, you know, just wanting to be in HR from the minute I knew, you know, I had to go to work. What? But HR is what I want to do. Policies is what I want to do. I want to do workers comp. I want to be able to do a little bit of everything.
0: Oh, hold on. Hold on. So when did you get your first job? How old uh, were you? Right
1: after high school, right after high school.
0: And what was that first job?
1: I was a cashier. Can you say where? Yeah, I went
0: Dixie. I went Dixie. Them right
1: now, but I went Dixie.
0: Yep. For everybody listening that's not in the in the southern part of the United States or the eastern part of the United States, that is a that is the equivalent of a Piggly Wiggly up north a little bit. I don't know what the equivalent would be out west, but <laughs> it's yeah. Anyway, so it's uh, okay. So you worked there. So ever since you started working there after high school, that's when you said I want to be in human resources at 18 years old.
1: No, absolutely not. <laughs> Thank you. Complete, complete joke. Complete <laughs> okay. joke. No, I didn't even know what human resources was, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. till about my, right after college when I started working. Okay. Even after I, I did waitressing for a little while too. Oh, obviously, you had to go through the human resources. with yep. so the application and interview and all that. Even then, I didn't really realize what human resources was. Oh, it wow. So after college that I started working as payroll assistant.
0: How did you get that job?
1: Well, um, during college, I worked cleaning. Okay. A little bit of everything, right? Mm-hmm. Cashier, waitressing. Then we went. I started working in cleaning, cleaning offices. You know, and right after, right after we finished, I while applying to different law firms because I started to be a paralegal. Ah. Um, one of the offices that I cleaned had a uh, needed help with entering payroll. Okay. So um, I was offered to come in and to interview and give it a try. And I did and thank God it worked out. That was back in 2005.
0: Ah, wow. 2005. So that's when you said, all right, this is for me. Well, you know, so what you're seeing right now is no different than what I would venture to guess. 80% of every HR person out there, you kind of end up there, right? I think so. Yeah.
1: I think so. Yeah. You kind of end up there and I, Started in June of 2005 during payroll entry. I think by August, I was being introduced to recruitment and leave policies and onboarding and and just fell in love with it after that.
0: What industries did you work in, HR-wise? Was it just one industry or or like different kinds?
1: Construction industry. Started with the construction industry from there to the call center, sales, customer service, and I find myself back in construction again.
0: Ah, well, well, I mean, I would say full circle, but that I would imply that this is, you know, this is the end of your career, which is definitely not right. Uh, Because when I first met you, it was uh, when I first started working at Sears Home Improvement. As soon as I walk in, um, you were there, you you introduced yourself and the entire team. And you were, you you were the one who kind of guided me. You was my onboarding person, my unofficial onboarding person, kind of guiding me all through the processes over at Sears, giving me the scoop, the official and the unofficial (laughs) scoop, right? It's like, yeah, this person's okay. That person's not so good. No, she didn't say that. Just making sure (laughs) she did not say that. Yeah. I went to be the HR manager there and we had one, two, three, we had you, another HR specialist and a recruiting manager. Right, I think back when I started, yeah, yeah. it was, yeah. and it was a call center of about what eight hundred people. I think it was eight hundred people.
1: It got up there.
0: It did get up there. Yeah, got up
1: there. Yeah.
0: So a lot has changed since then because that when I first started, there was two thousand, the beginning of two thousand fourteen. I think you had been there for a year at that point. Yeah, and then um, so started working there, giving me the scoop, what's happening, you know, just just how how see yourself improvement works. Worked there for a while, and then uh, after the pandemic, we got the big X, You and I got it at the same time, Uh, the
1: same day, the
0: same day. I remember because you called me, and I could sense. Now this is what I sense. I don't think we've ever talked about this when. When we got cut, when we got late, which, by the way, I, we expected it, right? Because after yeah. seven years, what have I told you and the entire team Every almost every time we meet? Get ready. It's any day the other shoe could drop. Any day, never take any job for granted, right? And it happened. It happened to us. And um, I don't know if, if you thought this, but I remember when I was laid off early in the morning, um, and then I'm thinking, all right, so I guess I'm done. And then um, you gave me a call, and I I almost sensed that you was upset because somebody else laid you off when you thought it should have been me, but you didn't know <laughs> it, I was getting laid off at that same time, right? Am I right or wrong with that?
1: I, I think so. I okay. think so. But you know what? It's one of those things that we did see it coming. Mm-hmm. You know, once, especially if you you see the side of the business and you're involved in you know certain conversations and you kind of know how it works. You know, and you see things coming. So I did. I was a little upset. It took it took pretty like maybe five minutes to go through all of the grieving process Mm -hmm. of going. You know, when you lose your job, you know, first you're in shock, you're upset, you're Mm. sad and you're like, okay, you know, let's move on.
0: Within five minutes. That's awesome that you're able to do
1: that. Tell tell me you weren't there either. And it's it's only because. You're aware, you know, you you prepare yourself, you know. You know how 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 business works.
0: You know I'm not gonna lie. Uh, so I saw this coming. I expected this. You know I've always told my team, don't 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 again, don't take this for granted. At any time, always have your resume ready because you never know when that axe will come. And um, I had such a great relate. I'm not gonna mention her name, but I had such a great relationship with my boss when that happened. That when she called me, she just started crying. She just started crying, and I'm like, she's just just get the words out. What happened? (laughs) Tell me what happened. Right. Um, And then she, you know, she read the script. I'm like, ah, I know what this is. So I made it easy for her. Right. Because it's not her fault.
1: That right there, what you said is what upset me. She read the script Uh, Yes, because after working so long for an organization, you know, you want to be treated like a human. I don't want to, I've given the script. I don't want to get the (laughs) script, you know? I want to someone, a person, to talk to me and mm-hmm. tell me, hey, this is what's going on. You know, I completely understand it. I do believe everyone's re- replaceable. I yeah. get it. Um, but don't read me a script. <laughs> you, left, you took the person out of it.
0: So I agree with you. I agree with you um, because, um, look, I'm not going to lie. Uh, legal says go through the script, right? And fine, I understand why legal says go through the script, but I don't. I really don't, for that same reason, right? Sue me, get me in trouble. I don't care, but I don't want to take the human, especially out of all the conversations you could be having. That's the one that should not be scripted. It should not be because exactly how you said, you've given so much time, effort, and you know, blood, sweat, and tears. Literally, I don't know blood, but sweat and tears. I know that that you've given to the organization, and only to be read to a. Two, three center script. So I completely understand that, but I don't do it. It's I just I'm like you because when I've done these and our our counterpart uh, who worked with us, um, uh, she and I have done uh, some um, some uh, layoffs on other parts of, of of the company, and we had to go through the same thing. We're like, you know what? I I've been working with this person for like eight years. You know what? We're gonna have a conversation. Here's what's going on. Blah blah blah. So I'm with you. I get that. But let me tell you, for those of you who don't know about what it is to work in human resources, there are two places that I have worked in HR where I'm like, wow, you get some amazing stories. And that is the restaurant industry and whatever industry has a call center. Because let me tell you, Kayla, I, uh, well, I've uh, seen so many ish not, not issues, I've seen so many entertaining stories working with you at Sears, not because of you, right, but working with you mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, my, I cannot wait to write a book. And I'm pretty sure you have a, pay- a book full of stories that you have as well, right?
1: Definitely, definitely. I think anywhere you get, you know, 500 people for all sorts of different walks, all sorts of different cultures, you're going to come out with with some stories. And yeah. we definitely experienced that at the call center.
0: Well, I've got some favorites. So let me, I'm going to put you on blast here, but I'm going to go ahead and, and, and go first. One of the stories that really stick out to me, really stick out to me, uh working there is we have this one individual. And again, you know, I'm not, I, I am going to respect people's privacy, but we had this one individual who had a a weird belief that I, me, the brand new HR manager was working for the FBI. And she thought I was working for the FBI and she thought she it, it, it was her duty to let me know that um, other managers that work in the call center are working for the mafia. And it's obviously at first, I'm there for like two weeks and she's telling me all this and I'm just looking at her like, is, is she serious right now? Right. I don't know how to take this.
1: (laughs) It was that black coat you used to wear. You used to wear the black suit.
0: I did. Right. And she thought I I was a part of the mob. So anyway, that's a whole different story. But uh, the reason I'm bringing her up is to kind of give you um, a background of what happened. This one instance to one of our colleagues right, who was on our team. And she just happened to be working at the front desk. And uh, this one colleague comes to me upset and crying, and I mean crying, she was pregnant at the time, um, and what happened was, is that this individual, the one we're talking about, came into the office, saw um, our colleague wearing a blue dress, I think it was, and gave her like a pamphlet, right? And that pamphlet really, really upset our colleague. And when she came to my office, it was like, Ricky, look at what she gave me. And I don't know if you remember this or not. It was a pamphlet to get out of prostitution. Yes. So so you do remember that.
1: Yeah, I remember. Yeah. That.
0: And yeah. and I'm looking at her and she is she's crying. She's upset because she was furious, right? I mean, she was she was more furious than hurt which I could tell those are different kind of tears. There's her tears and there's tears that she's about to choke somebody, right? And I need to stop a <laughs> murder from happening. And uh so yes, yeah, so so this employee decided to give her this pamphlet because, you know, she she was really religious and not to talk about, you know, religion at uh, on the show, but she was so far on the opposite side that it's just defied common sense <laughs> right so i don't know how do you remember that story was it like that
1: yeah uh, so with this employee every color had it had a different meaning you know mm-hmm. black was the mafia that royal blue was um prostitution if i remember correctly it was brown that was human trafficking
0: that's what it was it was she was wearing a brown dress right wasn't it no no it the, was blue yeah
1: yeah the i was the prostitution is human trafficking ricky that was that's the brown. one got so it. that's that color that identifies that
0: way different that's right well hey, so folks <laughs> this is a true story kayla and i actually did go through this not human trafficking not that just a story right we did not <laughs> we did not No, that 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 did not happen um so uh so you know how the story ended but you know at the end of the day here's here's what what HR people out there need to because people Are probably wondering well what happened or did you write her Up did you not write her up so as soon as I heard what happened, right, I'm thinking this has got to be a joke. This is now what? This is two years into my role there. That's when, or a year that that's when that happened, and um, it happened to be this person that you know thought everybody was part of the mob or or the uh, the um, uh, FBI. So obviously, you know, I told our colleague, "All right, I'll take care of it. I'll have a conversation. Please do not speak to this person right until until I take care of it." So I called her into my office, you know, and I'm like, hey, did you did you give a specific pamphlet to so-and-so, you know, because that's how I start my investigations, you know, mm-hmm. just to keep it open-ended. And she knew exactly what I was talking about. And for everybody listening, let me tell you, she looked me in the eye and she was, I could tell she was genuinely concerned yep. and she really thought she was helping this colleague. Like she this really, really truth. thought. Yeah, it exactly. This is her. Her truth, and and she was just you know she was so into it, and she was genuinely concerned that for a hot minute there I was conflicted, weren't you?
1: Yeah.
0: No, you wasn't. You are like uh uh-uh. uh.
1: Not, not <laughs> conflicted in there. I didn't doubt my colleague. I knew she was not in that that huh? type of world. Yeah. Um. Well, of course, of course. But yeah. but conflicted into you know having to take your story seriously.
0: Or what it's to her do, truth. yeah. Or 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 what to do about it, because at the end of the day, it there was no malice behind it, right? She didn't wake up and said, "I'm going to upset somebody today." Actually, it's the opposite. She woke up thinking, "I'm going to save somebody today," and in the process, <laughs> she hurt somebody's feelings. It was really insulting and disrespectful. So you know, had that conversation with her, I wrote her up, right? Because I, I you can't, regardless of intention, you know, you can't. You can't just call somebody a prostitute, right? Although she she didn't say that. Did um, she
1: though? I was going to say, did she call her a prostitute?
0: Well, I mean, it's she, she didn't flat out say it, but if our colleague was to walk away from that conversation, which she did, she kind of felt like she was called one, right? I mean, I would think so. She didn't say yeah. it directly, well, but she, she made her feel like one, which is not cool right and obviously our colleague is nowhere near that world like you said right i want people to understand that i'm just saying right this is just this employee who just had this 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 big issue so anyway so um yeah we we wrote her up right? Because although her intentions were, were her heart was in the right place, I guess, her mind definitely wasn't, right? Because her judgment was absolutely horrible in that situation. And she fought back. I don't know if you remember that she fought back. She told me something God was going to, something about God, I had to answer to him. And, you know, I, 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 Okay, I shouldn't have said this, but I remember telling her, "I'm like, well, a god of the mob? I, I don't know. So who who am I answering to here, right? And I remember feeling bad because at first, you know, I kept hearing her stories, and every time somebody hasn't had an issue with it. Oh, and on top of that, wasn't she like our top ten performer?
1: She was. She was employed for a while because she was the top performer.
0: Yeah, so she was. Yeah, so it, it's it was difficult, right? Because yeah, she she did bother some people. You know, some 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 of the things were out there. Some of the things were not. But she was an amazing performer. But we had to make sure that we let her know that some of the actions are completely inappropriate. So that's one of them, right? I could go deeper into that, but it'll go crazy. What do you have? What do you remember from your time at Sears?
1: I think if we keep this the same employee going, are I'd we?
0: we <laughs> Great. We
1: have stories. Okay. I well, think one of the most. uh maybe one of the most concerning that we had to take action on was when she, she disclosed to me that she was human trafficking, you know, oh, she was a victim of human trafficking. I
0: remember that.
1: And she was going through it at the time. Yeah. And, and you hear is, you hear her stories, you know, and you know, she stepped, she had, she had her mindset and her reality, Yeah. but she was able to do her work, you know, yeah. she, you know, so, But stories kept coming up. So when you hear this one is so serious and, you know, such a serious, difficult topic, you have to take it seriously. And I I think to me, that was one that we had with her that I I can't forget. I know it was the end of the day, having to get the cops involved at that time, making sure somebody goes to her house, make sure sure she's okay. You know, no matter what happens, you know, still our responsibility.
0: And 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 I remember that conversation vividly because I don't know if if she came to you or you was having a conversation with her, and then she kind of brought that up, and you brought me into the conversation. And I'm like, here we go, we got to talk to this person again, <laughs> right? I'm not saying I just don't want to say her name, so you know, we got to talk to her again. And then you come into my office with her, and we're having a con- and and I remember I'm I'm just being honest here, right? This is just my eight my my Ricky hat on. I remember being annoyed. I remember being it because I'm like I don't want to. I'm wasting too much time on on all of her stuff, right? Because I, out of all my time there, I spent quite a bit with her, and I remember the, me being annoyed, went away really quick when I saw how serious she was, because she started crying mm-hmm. and her voice was trembling. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! She really, she really believes this, right? So, and
1: I, I remember when <laughs> I called you. I'm like, "Hey Ricky, you know, this is what's going on. She she's telling me she's she's a victim right now." And you're like, yeah. "No, really? Like right now?" <laughs> like, That's right. <laughs> yeah, like today, yeah. like when she goes home, she's she's going to yeah. be a victim of this, you know. Um, and it is it is it does get annoying when it's story after story and you look into each one and none of them are true. So, at what point do you stop? At what time at what point does an employer say, "You know what? Enough is enough." Yeah.
0: It, well, well, well. That's that balance, right? Because you know, it, it's we don't want to, you know, call call her the you know the little boy that cried wolf that now nobody believes her, but I don't want to be that one uh, that one time that she says something that we don't address it and is real. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So for everybody listening, it's not like we're not making fun of human trafficking. I'll tell you that right now. The reason we're kind of laughing about it is because it's, 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 it's this person who's always coming up with this crazy scenarios, but to her is real. And when I saw how she was trembling, I'm like, okay, this is real. And I remember asking her three or four times. Cause when we, you, you look at me like, wow, you've asked it a lot. I'm like, Are you, it's if, I, if this is real, I have to get the authorities involved. Please understand that. So, right right now, you're bringing this to my attention. I have to address it. Right now, I don't care what's happening at work. My, my concern right now is your safety. And I just want to make sure you're okay. If you're telling me this is real, I'm contacting the authorities. So, please confirm to me that this is actually happening. She paused for a second. And, I, and then she kind of nodded her head and she didn't want to bust that crowd. I'm like, I'm calling the cops. I'm calling the cops. And uh, I'm yeah. thinking, oh my god, please do not tell me this is happening to her cuz I w- I felt horrible afterwards. I felt horrible. And uh yeah, what happened, Kayla? It wasn't true. Yeah, It
1: wasn't it-
0: true. It wasn't true. <laughs> true. Thank you,
1: get, We you do get to the point where like hey, you start talking to this employee about our EAP program. Yeah. And the help that's out there for them and and how, you know, we can advise them to please, you know, make a call.
0: Yeah. Yeah, call it, but but here's, here, here's the thing, not to sound cliche, you kind of have to admit you get a problem before you pick up that phone, right? And, and to her, it, it, it was such a real world because I remember you know, the cop, and by the way, this is in Lake Mary, Florida. There's a little town in uh, north of, uh, of uh, downtown Orlando, and let me tell you, the cops there have time for this. Right, great people. They do a great job, but hardly anything <laughs> happens there. The cop was, you know, came over. Really, you remember because I, every, <laughs> I, I've never
1: worked somewhere where we had cops at least cops in the the ambulance, the fire truck at least once once a week. Once at a some week. Sometimes it was about once a week. We we had them there with
0: us once a week. And you know, I'm not gonna call the team out there and want to know how I knew the the uh, the uh, fire department was uh was at the was at the office. Because you know? I'll go to check on my team and they're all gone. <laughs> you know, they want to make sure the fire department gets, you know, gets in properly. Or they want to make sure, sure the fire department.
1: doors open for them <laughs> and, <laughs> and making sure everything is accessible for them.
0: I go up front and I'm like, where's my team? Oh, fire department's here. Got it. <laughs> Got it. No. So um, uh, where was I go? Oh, yeah. So the uh, the uh, cop. So the cop was like, look, um, all I can do is do, a, you know, a, a wellness check. Right. And I'm like, Okay. I know what that is. Can you, look, I'm generally concerned, right? When you do a check, can you let me know, right? Because if this is real, obviously you guys have to do what you need to do. But from an employer's perspective, I want to make sure that we give her the tools that that she needs from our point of view to make sure she gets the help that she needs, right? And uh, the cop went over there and like five hours later, the longest five hours of me working there. Cause I'm like, I, what happened? Did they arrest her? Did the SWAT team come in? What What happened there? Uh, he finally called me and, um, he's like, uh, uh, it, it, it was funny cause, uh, he called me and I'm like, dude, I've been waiting for your call. And he's like, give me a second. Yeah, let me get him number four. He called me during his lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> so he was, he was at Chick-fil-A, right? Um, I'm um, ordering lunch, which he can. Um, and he says, look, there's nothing there. That is one of the nicest, most cleanest house I've ever seen. I asked her if she's okay. I asked her if she's in danger. And she's like, no, I'm perfectly okay. And I'm like, all right. So what do we do with it, <laughs> right? So I had a conversation with her again. I'm like, are you good? She's like, I'm Okay. So it's, look, again, you're not a psychologist, Kayla, neither am I, although we kind of feel like it in HR sometimes, right? Sometimes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so nothing we can do there, but yeah, that one, man, the day, God, I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it, the day she gave um a two-week notice, I remember that, she gave a two-week notice, and then we're like, oh my God, Yes. <laughs> finally, finally, and then she decided, like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna take it back, and I'm like, ah, oh. and obviously we have to write to accept the uh, the. But leadership was like, man, she's good, <laughs> leave her on. So
1: I think there was only one complaint from her that I remember was legit, and I was like, okay, we we can take action on this. Was the she got the team. That worked that night. They worked till midnight there. They had a ball, you know, keep entertained at that time. Yeah. And they threw a ball, you know, team engagement, getting ready. <laughs> and someone accidentally, accidentally hit her. Hit her on the yeah. head
0: with it. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. And she said, oh my God, I she said she was going to call the cops, let the FBI know, and <laughs> something about Trayvon Martin. I remember that. And I'm like, I don't know what Trayvon Martin has got to do with any of this, but okay, fine. We'll take. But you're right. That was a situation that people kept throwing the ball and they'd hit her. Out of everything that's happened, that's the only thing that was legitimately true to me, to me. But man, okay. All right. I have another one for you. And I don't know if you remember this one because yeah. this happened within the first week of me of me working there. And Kayla, I, I I could have sworn it was you who brought this to my attention. I, I, I thought it was you. It was this one employee who, now picture this, folks. This was the call center, right? About 800 seats. Right, so obviously they they go on break. It's almost twenty four seven. They go on break at different times of the day, depending where the system needs them to go on break. And when they go on break, there's a big break room and a lot a lots of fridges, and people put their lunch inside these these fridges. So, this one lady, this one employee, I guess, brought her lunch um, uh, to the office from home, and it was a steak dinner, and somebody took it, and she was so livid, and you know. You know how this works, right? If somebody is claiming something happened, employee relations, you gotta launch an investigation, right? Yeah. So, all right, she's upset. And I'm like, here, write a statement. And dude, I'm thinking she's gonna write like five, six sentences, right? Because when people come to my office and I have them write a statement, I don't like to sit there and look at them while they're writing. That's kind of creepy, right? So <laughs> I walk out, I let them do their thing, and this 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 lady's in there for like two. Thirty minutes. And I'm like, what is she writing? And she finally finishes, and it was a six page statement. Six Rackety. No <laughs> I know, right? I don't know why steak recipe takes six pages unless you got pictures. Six pages of these of this dissertation. And I'm like, what wait? This is this is the case of the missing stake, right? I mean, it's not like somebody beat somebody up or somebody got hurt. And then she's like, Mr. Ricky, this, somebody needs to pay for this steak," So I'm like, okay, let me read it. Caleb, this lady wrote, she was so meticulous and it was, I was so, it was like a book. It was so entertaining. She wrote how her husband is a chef and how he went to school for all these years to be a, a culinary chef and do all these things and how he carefully prepared, he carefully picked the steak that he's going to season and cook it. And she was, she went into great detail. Into how the steak was amazing And how she was looking forward to it Dude I was so into the story I was with her I was pissed too I was (laughs) mad as hell That somebody had the audacity To take this steak Which by the way The way she describes it It is the best steak I have ever seen in my life
1: Who takes somebody else's lunch?
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh Kayla You mean to tell me You've never had lunch taken from you Like from work?
1: I, I can't say I have. Really? No. No. But then I, back then over there, I didn't share, I didn't use the share of fridges. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: well, we were HR. We kind of had our own, right? <laughs> yeah, we yeah, had our was, own. We could say it. It was a locked one. Yeah. We did have our own. No, but it, it's, was it you who brought that to my but attention?
1: No, I, I, you, I don't remember that case, that particular case with the fridges. I know we had all sorts of things going on with the fridges. People would, Throw away Tupperware, you know stuff will go missing. But the steak itself, just it didn't ring a bell when you mentioned when you bring it up.
0: Well, funny you say Tupperware because she wanted she wanted us to go into the dumps and through the garbage to see if anybody threw away the the Tupperware. She wanted me to get fingerprints. And I'm like, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. No, this, no. We're, we're not going that route, all right? I mean, look, you've got a compelling case because now I want to talk to your husband to see he could teach me how to cook steak like this because you do a great job. I almost graded that paper. I almost gave her an A. I mean, it was really, really good. But, uh, yeah, so that one she wanted she was so upset. She says she's gonna quit. She's gonna call Channel Nine News, and I'm like, oh my God, if Channel Nine runs this story, it'll be the proudest moment in my career. I mean, <laughs> so, so please call Channel Nine, right? <laughs> so, but yeah, I could have sworn that was you. I'm sorry. So I no, I, I yeah, it must God must have been well anyway, yeah. So that's one of them. And look, HR people out there listening, if um if you have a situation like that, yes, obviously you've got to take each and every complaint seriously, but you are going to have to decide how you're going to spend your time, right? Because you know, you get paid a salary and you pay to protect the uh interests of the organization overall. But man, I did not jump into no dumpster because I was not gonna look for that. And I just told her, look, unless you have a witness, so you've got somebody on camera, there's really nothing we can do. Now, I can send a reminder to let people know hey, just make sure that you don't touch your own, you know, that you don't touch other people's stuff, which again is a call so, center, well, professionals.
1: I do know that it, it became so much with the lunches being thrown out, you know, with the cleaning crew when they came in and stuff is was missing. So it, we actually ended up, it was part of our orientation that's right yeah we ended up adding it to the orientation making sure we will go over the break room and show them the signs on mm-hmm. each fridge saying when it's cleaned out and when things get thrown out um because it became if it, it was so so many cases with it
0: it was such a big issue and you know and and i remember then and i remember not liking that i know i know that you know the uh, the team implemented it but i remember thinking god this this is not a middle school Right? Do I really have to remind adults not to touch other people's lunches? Now, now it, it's if you're hungry. Have your
1: lunch taken away?
0: No, I have. I had. Yeah, not not n- not here, not there. It was at a at a at a Darden when I worked at Darden. I've had my lunch. Uh, I'm taken. That was a place. I'll tell you this. That was a place that one time. I kid you not. Um, I used to carry cash. I I don't now, but I had a money clip of a bunch of. I think I had like two hundred dollars in there, and I dropped it. Somebody found it. Somebody turned it in to, to the leader in that area. Like, oh, this looks like Ricky's and gave it back to me. All the money was there. All of it. You could drop valuables. Everything's there. God help you if you leave a chimichanga out in the open. It will be lost. Somebody will take it. They will take food, but money, everything else, they leave it alone, which is, which is, I'm, I guess I'm okay with that, but it's an odd way to think of things. <laughs> so at least over there, that's where it was. But yeah, I had, um, I brought in some tacos that was stolen. Somebody took it. I'm like, really? Cause, and then I, I, I put a note. If you're hungry, just let me know. I'll buy you something. <laughs> right. Share. So yeah, I'll share, but yeah. That 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 has happened to me. Um, any other any other crazy HR horror stories you remember from from working at the call center?
1: I'm not sure if you can call this one a horror story, but it was definitely. definitely. I'm I'm sure you're gonna remember where the employer were doing all that we can, and you still have that one employee who's who's unhappy. You remember when we lost the AC? There was no, <laughs> no AC. <laughs> wait a minute. No wait. wait, wait.
0: Was it when the roof completely fell, or we lost the AC? There was several I situations
1: wasn't there when the roof fell.
0: Okay, got it. Well, that's another yeah. story.
1: <laughs> that was that was my year absence. Yes,
0: yes. Oh, we got to talk about that. We got to yeah. talk about. Go ahead, go ahead.
1: Well, when the AC gave out, you know, and we were working with building on it, and um. We had fans. I remember we had portable AC units. We had fans. The administrators were going through and giving out ice cream to all the employees. You know, making sure everybody was comfortable, you know, because we still had to, business still had to run, right? Um, And we had that one employee that called OSHA to put a complaint for unsafe conditions.
0: I remember that. I remember, because I remember thinking, because, you know, I... I don't get upset with OSHA stuff. You know, you file a complaint, file a complaint. But in this particular instance, I'm like, dude, leadership pulled out all the stops, right? We were wearing shorts yep. at work. We were, I've been mean, doing all these things, and somebody still contacted OSHA. And they came in, they investigated, like, y'all giving out ice cream? I'm like, yeah, we yep. hooked them up, man. We hooked them up. We have water,
1: giving out waters, ice cream, ice everywhere. They actually, when OSHA came in, I remember walking them. Through the center, they were taking pictures of the fans and yeah. taking pictures of, of everything, the water fountains, but you still have that one employee who's just, it's not enough.
0: You're never gonna make them happy. You're never gonna make every. I'm sorry, everybody happy, but most of the people really did appreciate it, which which I appreciated that. I appreciated their appreciation, if that even makes sense. <laughs> so, but I do, I do remember that. But you brought up an interesting concept now, which I want to dive into if 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 it's okay, okay. with you. Yeah, because every because you know, My absence. Yeah your your absence. Kayla was absent for a year. She just said, I'm sick. I'm not going to come in. And 12 months later, she comes back. I'm kidding. She did not do that. <laughs> Look, it, it's, um, you, we had a tough job, right? And, uh, some things were, were, were moved. You went from being an HR specialist to the, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, a rep to the to the recruiting manager. And you did a great job with that. But it was an environment where we had a five-mile radius of five. We have five other call centers in a five-mile radius when unemployment was relatively low. And finding the same kind of talent with such a small, tight-knit group of, of talent pool um, was kind of difficult. But we still did it, right? That's why I love that team so much because you guys rocked it. But at some point, it kind of burns you out, doesn't it?
1: It, it does, yeah. I think I did did it for about two years before. It, it was a combination of burnout, and we had I I had to write a speech or be a speaker somewhere where I had to write about um, work life balance. You, uh,
0: yeah, you and can they, say it. Disrupt HR Orlando.
1: <laughs> I, don't know yeah. if I can say no, it. No, you can say we it. Say it. <laughs> Well, we did the Disrupt HR, where the presentation was on, on work-life balance, you know, and making sure you, you had a good work-life balance between, um, had that time for your family and keep your priorities straight, what's, yeah. what's most important to you, you know, and me and my beliefs and everything, families first. Mm-hmm. And then between that and the mass hiring, I mean, our hiring classes, Ricky, if you remember, there were... Sixteen head count every Friday. It was insane. Sometimes Thirty-two. Sometimes <laughs> it was insane. Head count every yeah. Friday. It, it does become a lot. Yeah. And then is I, re- I still remember the day I told you I was resigning.
0: Oh yeah, trust me, I remember, Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Want to go through that? Go ahead. <laughs> Tell everybody what happened.
1: It was. I <laughs> believe it was right after a hiring meeting. Yeah. It It was right after a hiring meeting.
0: No, no, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let's paint the full picture. It was right after a hiring meeting, which we had every week, but it was literally like three weeks after you did that presentation about work-life balance.
1: The priorities. And it, you know what? It came because of a Christmas gift that you, uh, you, <laughs> you really got the ball rolling, rolling. It started with you. You gave us a, a planner. And we had to set our goals, whether it was work goals, family goals, yeah. everything, and then make sure we were working through them. And I, I
0: again, did.
1: <laughs> family is number one, right? And all these other goals. And, you know, when something became uneven. Yeah. This was your speech, right?
0: Yep, yeah, yeah, it was me. It was my fault. No, you're right. It was my fault cuz I remember cuz for Christmas we used to do the uh the um, cuz I love how we got together for Christmas and we did a gift exchange and we do the secret santa. And I was I was really hard headed because I'm like, you know, you guys were sending out, OK, who who wants what? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to buy somebody something they want because I can do that. Right. I'm I'm going to give them something meaningful, not that what you guys were doing was not meaningful, but something that to me says, hey, I care about you guys because I did. And um, I invested in these planners for everybody who don't know these these really nice bound leather bound planners where it's. If you follow it, you put goals together and embrace it down into consumable bites where you're able to really, really reach those goals. And I gave one to everybody in the team, and I'm like, "Look, you, you're, you're, I'm your boss here, but I also care about you as a human being, right? It's figure out what your priorities are. Boy, did you ever? I did I <laughs> did, did. <you> ever? <laughs> so you <laughs> I'm committed. Yeah, you, know, you, once you
1: start something. <laughs>
0: Cause I remember when you um you did that uh that a uh, disrupted chart presentation and that was great about work life balance and I'm like yeah you are doing go ahead Kayla that's what I'm talking about not knowing you're talking about yourself right <laughs> and then you know, we had that uh that meeting and then you're like hey I got to talk to you go ahead I
1: wasn't talking about myself it, mm. it, it was it got me thinking and analyzing myself and sometimes you do have to take a step back I remember that it it got to the point where. By the time I got home, my mind was done. I didn't want to hear anything mm-hmm. my kids had to say. You know, I have teenagers, you know. I, I didn't want to hear. I didn't want to think. Yeah. After, you know, after dealing with FBI stuff and, and <laughs> mafia stuff, you just, you want to put a pause on things. Yeah. It, it it took the priorities out of balance. Yep. So sometimes you do have to take a step back, and I, I, I had the opportunity to do it for for a year, to concentrate what's what's most important. Yeah. So, so I'm hopefully not... I was able to come back, <laughs> a little bit of a different team.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because a lot has happened, right? Because you know, you you told me that, and I'm like, you know what? I I respect that. I know your family, and I know that's 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 big for you. But I'm not gonna lie, I was upset. I was upset at first, <laughs> and I'm like, you're not leaving me. You're not leaving me. Why are you, you leaving me?
1: me? You, you asked me to take a leave.
0: <laughs> I did?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wait, what did I do? Hold on. You
1: you asked if I needed a personal leave. You asked if I needed just to take... To take oh, after leave. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, because I'm like, look, I get it, you know, and, and if you need to leave, go ahead and take it, but I don't want to lose you. You was a critical part of the team. But you know, the way I looked at it is like, look, I, I, I cannot, A, I cannot compete with her family, and B, I would never compete with her family. That's not something I will you know, I, I would will willfully do. But I'm like, all right, fine, you're gonna leave us. So I gave you a hard time for a little bit jokingly, obviously. But <laughs> now I do remember about that leave part because I'm like, there are other options. Don't leave me, damn it, I need you. <laughs> right. And you left for a year. And we kept in contact, right? Because a lot of things happened. Right after you left, there was a big change. They gave me more responsibility. Our colleague, I put her into uh, into the HR generalist role for a larger um, chunk of the pie nationwide for a different line of business. So that was now under my umbrella. And you and I kept in contact. And then we had a really interesting lunch, didn't we?
1: When it was time to go back to work, we did. We did.
0: No, but that wasn't the plan for the lunch. We just, we met up for lunch and then in you know, you were like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting bored. And I'm like, Whoa, where's this going? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Not bored, but like, you know, you wanted to, you, you're ready to start, you know, doing something within your career again. Right. And then, um, we had that conversation. We went to lunch. I'm like, okay, wait, is this turning into an interview? Are you going to come back? And I remember I'm like, I'm one of those that I plant seeds and I open that door wide open to see if you walk through it, <laughs> right? And then we had a – and what did you tell me?
1: I told you I wanted to come back, but I did not want any responsibilities. <laughs> that, that, Whatever that means to yes. Star. <laughs>
0: that has got to be the the funniest thing i've heard that year because i'm like stop wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute let me let me let me make sure i understand this you are telling me you want to come to work but you don't want any responsibility that's not what you meant obviously i know what you meant but what was funny to me is how that came across right it's like, I want to work, but I don't want to be responsible for anything. And I'm like, <laughs> I respect that. I do respect that. And I'm like, you know what? We'll welcome you back. And I remember not telling the leadership team anything, because I'm like, which is going to surprise him. And then the manager at the time oh. walked in. Don't you remember when um uh, uh, the uh, manager at the time, the ops manager walked in, and he was like, Kayla? <laughs> like, he was shocked. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, she's back. She's back. And everybody welcomed you back with with open arms. But the reason I wanted to bite down on that is that you, you know, you recognize, because I know, I know your work ethic, and you recognize that, okay, this is affecting me somewhere. Right. And there's and and there's something that employees, especially HR people, forget. They focus on taking care of the employees, the leaders, the organization, and they forget to take care of themselves right and then you recognize that I know you're blaming me because you're saying I gave you that book but whatever you <laughs> recognized it and you know and and you took action and to be honest Kayla I wish more people did that when they see it's necessary because some people don't and, and how so, so let's bite down on that how how difficult was you, was it for you to make that decision? or was it really easy was it really obvious for you that you had to take a step down
1: it took it took a couple of months to make the decision,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and especially when you work with such a great team, you know, we work so well together and, um, you know, when you're happy doing what you're doing, it is, it is difficult. But again, those priorities, you yeah. know, what's most important? What do you value most in your life? You know, what's, what's going to be there after this job is not? Because obviously every job, you know, jobs aren't permanent.
0: Yeah. yeah, Well, you're right. And you, your family is physically than spiritually later. Right. <laughs> so they are permanent. Um, but, you know, it, but again, you recognize that. Right. And I know to some people who are not in a position to do that, cause, you know, there's some single parents and they don't have the, the income or the resources to actually make that call. Uh, but sometimes, you know, not having those resources is still not a good reason to stay in a toxic environment, not that this was a toxic environment, but it, it's the work-life balance just wasn't there for you. And I saw that. Um, now fast forward to today, right? It's, 20- it's
1: yeah. I'm very thankful. I have, I have a husband at home that is able to, yeah. gives me the ability to do that. I do understand. There's a lot of people that, that can't, and unfortunately that's where you see other ha- things happen like divorces or, you know,
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, sorry, because I think I just let everybody know that you was single. Pe- You're not a single parent.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, I don't think you did. It, okay. it, I did have the ability to be able mm-hmm. to step back and stay home for a year. You know, mm-hmm. thank God for that. But uh, I know there's some people that can't. You know, and it has other effects in your personal life.
0: It does. Yeah, and it is unfortunate and and again you just need it's important to be brave enough to do it but it's also important to have you know an employer that kind of backs you up with that because not everybody does that right people would take it you know no I'm not talking about me it's just the organization right because you know they trust in my judgment with it but Kayla fast forward to today though because you know with the pandemic it's 2022 right now and um I I I I had, a, I had a student of mine tell me a situation the other day that I thought it was hilarious but sad at the same time because, you know, I'm teaching over at Rollins Recruitment Selection and Retention. And he told me this issue that a, a couple of nights before we had class, it, you know, he he had class at a different place over at the school and he wanted to go get McDonald's afterwards. So he went to to the McDonald's over in Maitland, you know, which is, that's another part of Florida for those of you who don't know. And it was like 1045 at night and he goes to the drive-thru and he's wait, this there's, there's, there's nobody there. He's waiting for five, 10 minutes for somebody to talk to him. And it was this girl crying, crying. And he's like, um. Are you okay? And she's like, can I take you over? And she was just crying, right? And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So he pulls up to the, uh, to the, to the front and she's like, hey, just, just meet me up front. She comes out. She's there by herself because two managers no call, no show and other people no call, no show. And she was waiting. Two
1: managers no call, no show.
0: Two. Two managers we'll that was supposed to work with her and close with her, and other people just decided not to show up. And then she got a hold of the senior director who was like, "Okay, I'm on my way there right now." But he was hopping on a plane from Tennessee, right? So nothing else, right? So he was on his way there. But she she said something to to my student that it's 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 gonna stick with me. She was crying and she asked him, "Look, you you want to help me until my manager gets there? I'll pay you fourteen dollars an hour." she was offering him a job to help her close a customer a customer right what was her role but she was just just a regular employee there who who whose whose fault was showing up to work wow <laughs> and but here's 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 what got me after after the shock of she saying do you want to work Right? I'll pay you for a couple of hours. I'm like, wow, that's that's really interesting. Hire,
1: that's hiring on the spot. Right? Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> or, I mean, that's hiring, f- you know, like, like, okay, hurry up. I don't care what your qualifications I'll give you a quick orientation. <laughs> but that I says mean, a work lot about
1: nowadays. It is.
0: It is nowadays. But what really why I respect her, because people are like, why? You get, she's asking for help like like that for her cousin. I'm like, you know what it takes for somebody not to leave? For somebody to say, forget, I don't get paid enough for this. She could have easily closed shop and left because that's not her quote unquote her responsibility. It's the manager's responsibility. Right. So I wanted to ask you from that perspective, do you feel bad for who do you, whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? Is it the economy? Is it the workforce today? Is it the employees? Is it the leadership? Who do you think is at fault for that employee being in that situation?
1: Top of mind, first response is the leadership, but it has to be a combination. It has to. I I don't know all the details of why she's there, whether the manager but the leadership. It starts with the leadership. How can you have two managers, no call, no show? (laughs) I find myself now in my position having conversations with employees, trying to get them to understand why they need to call out absence, why they need to call if they're coming in late to work you know i can't imagine two people no call no show so with that alone it has to be leadership
0: that's right no i agree 100 percent. it does but you know what about the other employees because what kind i've never seen this i've been doing this for 20 years kayla you've been doing this for a while i've never seen a situation that that many people no call no show including leadership it almost sounds like a walkout So and and this poor girl is crying to this to this customer, right? (laughs) Talking about training real quick. I mean, I don't know how serious she was, but you know, I told him, I'm like, Luke, if you can come back to her and said if you find her, I will love to interview her live for the show (laughs) or talk about it in (laughs) class because I will look at, of course I don't want her to get in trouble, but I I, this is something I really want to take a deep a deep dive into because I'm noticing that customer service today. In 2022, I'm noticing it's radically different than what customer was four years ago, three years ago, pre-pandemic, because now that that whole rationale has shifted. from From what I'm noticing, right, I'm noticing that more employees are standing up for themselves, which they should. But now it's, but it, it's there's always extremes, right? Because in this particular case, I felt bad for that employee. Other cases. I, I- we yeah.
1: just talked about, you know. Thank God, I had the opportunity to be able to stay home. So now, my next thought on her is, what's her need? Why can't she walk out and and step up for herself? Why can't she just walk away in that situation? So this is. It does feel bad for the employee.
0: I do, but then I put myself in that situation. I wouldn't have walked out. I wouldn't have walked out. It, it, it's I. I. I think, but that's me. Right. It, if people know call no show and it was just me there, I'll try to do the best I can until that director shows. Uh, I it, That's just me. You know, it, it's, but I don't know. Would you, would you walk out? You're like, no, I think maybe th- I don't
1: know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I might, you know, I'm a cashier back at Winn-Dixie when I was 18, yeah. you know, and no one shows up to work. I'm by myself running the store. I think I can, I think I'll lock up the store.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think I would fault you Right If I got If I was that That leader flying in From Tennessee And I got there And the restaurant was closed I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset with her I would not Actually I think I would call And say you know what Shut it down Shut it down Go home I got this, but I don't know. He hopped on a plane. Why
1: wasn't that the director? I
0: know, (laughs) but he hopped on a plane, right? Because me not think, because again, this is the the story my student told me. Um, Now that I think about it, I think I would have said, shut it down. Shut it down. You're good. You're good. But if my boss says, hey, t- just wait for me there, right? I think I would have waited. I would have continued on, do the best that I could. Now, am I going to break my back and am I gonna go so fast and I'm gonna hurt myself? Absolutely not. If people get upset, they're gonna get upset. But I'm still gonna mm-hmm. serve the people who are patient. <laughs> That's just me. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Um so have so, I went
1: to I went to Subway the other day.
0: Oh. Can okay. I
1: say? Yeah, 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 Subway. you can, you can. They're okay. not a sponsor. They're good. <laughs> and they there was one person taking the line and we had, there was a customer in front of me, another one behind me, behind me with a baby. And she's taking orders from online orders as they're coming in. She's yeah. taking care of the customers that are there. I think I was in line a good, at least 30 minutes.
0: Oh, wow. So
1: wait, waiting for a sandwich.
0: You were hungry.
1: I was hungry. <laughs> yeah. It was late. I wasn't going to get home to cook. Yeah. Um, But I waited, you know, okay. it's, It's not the employee's fault that they're in that situation. And again, my mindset is you have a need. That's why you're here. You don't want to be there by yourself serving everybody. That's not what they signed up to do, you know? And as a customer, you know, we have to keep our mind open to that, keep our human side and uh, be, try to understand the other person.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a balance, right? Because from a, from a customer, from a customer service perspective, you as the customer you expect your food quickly done like that that's 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 different now because now a little i think a little bit of empathy has to come out right exactly how you did because you know you recognize it's not the employee's fault you recognize that you know they're they're your staff and that's not the employee's fault hes a sandwich artist kayla he was he was he was painting <laughs> your, uh, your 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 sandwich what did you get i'm curious
1: they were kind A turkey sandwiches a turkey okay. sandwich Got it. Got turkey it. and meatball sandwiches but <laughs> I mean, if you want fast service, just go go to the frozen food somewhere. You know, (laughs) true. If you really now, you know, you have to wait.
0: Yeah, But now I've also seen the the opposite is also true as well, because I've seen some situations where like they're fully staffed. They're just lollygagging. They're going really slow. Everybody's there There's five, six people there And there's just there's no motivation at all And the line is 40 people deep I've seen those situations as well And I'm like, come on guys A little bit of sense of urgency here So it's a balance yeah. It really is a balance So Now Let's do I got one quick story for you And then we will close out I got one story That I think is the opposite of this Did you see what's happened to Chick-fil-A In Australia? I think it's Australia Yeah Oh, actually, yeah. Chick Fil A, you know Chick Fil A, right? Think you love Chick Fil A. I
1: love Chick Fil A, and I think the, the last news—I don't know if it was Australia—is the schedule changes.
0: Yes, yes, but I think oh, the reason I think it's Australia because that's where this news, this 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 news article is from, and and it's called um, U.S. fast food chain owner begins 14-hour, three-day work weeks for employees. Right. This is by Play 10 over in Australia trying to see who wrote this article doesn't really say or is a story. So it it goes like this. Chick-fil-A franchise owner Justin Lindsay has launched an ultra condensed working week into three 14 hour days. Now, check this out with work life balance in mind. Lindsay wanted to combat burnout and increase staff retention by changing the work week. Now, quote, My idea was to provide staff with this gift of time okay, by creating a scheduling system where they would work exactly what days they worked for as long as they worked here, he told Business Insider. Oh, so this is from Business Insider as well. So what he's saying is he put groups of people together and they all work the same time. They all work with the same group of people. So he he continues on to say, I started looking at what would happen if we took our team leaders and cut the team in half, splitting the team into what's known as two pods. So I realized I couldn't schedule those really long shifts and do normal five-day work week. That's why I created the three-day segments where they'd be working with the same group of people day in, day out. And now, ever since that's been implemented, this new work schedule, Lindsay reports that improvements in team morale and productivity. Ever since then, ever since then, they went from hardly getting any job applicants to that particular branch, getting a record number of 421 job applications in one week. Okay. Wow. Right? <laughs> right? Four, but 14 hours. For three days, that's not bad, though. That's not bad. But I could see how the the team morale and productivity would improve, right? Would you?
1: Yeah, you're getting a lot closer with your team. Everybody's working together for three days straight.
0: But would you work? Well, I don't know if it's three days straight. I think it would be like maybe you and I would work together 14 hours Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Or Tuesday, Thursday that, that would be too much for it to be Three days straight, right? Like 14 hour day uh, yeah, I don't know about that, that. A,
1: Like the fire department The fire, yeah, the fire but department They work straight, get a few days off
0: They do, they work 24 hours On 48 off, but once Five or six hits, right? Yeah, they're on call, but, they're you know, they're kind of chilling. They're cooking a little bit, you know, practicing here and there, right? Uh After the business hours, they're kind of lounging but ready in case they get that call, obviously. This would be, man, 14 hours of straight, you know, number one, number two, right? You want a Diet Coke? Take the lid. Here we go. I'll fill it up for you. <laughs> or what's your favorite thing now? Because uh, I know you love Chick-fil-A lately. Every time you and I talk, you're always at Chick-fil-A.
1: I have to t- thank Josie for it. It's the Polynesian, <laughs> fries. It's
0: Polynesian with the fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife kind of because you and I because I was complaining about it. Yeah, that's right. That's how you know
1: <laughs> it's not fries and Polynesian. It's Polynesian with fries.
0: With the Polynesian sauce. That's right. Because <laughs> I know she and I got into an argument and we're driving somewhere and they forgot the Polynesian fries and I was already on 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 the on the on the turnpike and I was five miles away. She wanted me to turn around. Turn around. Let's turn around and get the Polynesians. I'm like, no, we're not. We're going south already.
1: That's what got me. How can you be so far? How good is it that she wants you to turn around <laughs> to get this polynesian sauce? I was like, I, I gotta find out how good this is. And sure enough.
0: And then you tried it and it worked, huh? Yes. There yes. you go. Look at that. Now 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 you're a fan. Now you're a fan. <laughs> Great.
1: Yeah. I think with all the applications to this Chick-fil-A, it yeah. gives you, people want work-life balance. People want time to do other things besides work.
0: They do. They do. And that's a different um, thought process than what it was like five years ago. Right? Because, and, and, this is, and this is how we should close out the show today, Kayla. How we should close out the show is, is, you know, for all you business leaders out there, you know, and that that you're wondering how can nobody's applying, really take a look in the mirror. Really take a look at what you're doing for scheduling, what you're doing for pay, right? Don't just pay as minimum as possible. Pay what they're actually worth, right? Pay what, like... Have a good faith effort into putting into valuing what kind of skill set they have. And if they're worth X amount of dollars, give them that X amount of dollars. Well, not You know, just just pay them that much. But I think what business leaders can do is, 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 is get ready because this is how people are thinking. This is how your workforce is thinking. And if you keep thinking in an antiquated way where, you know what, they should be thankful that they have a job, then mm-hmm. – it's the opportunities are going to miss you, right? It's what do you think?
1: Or proving or proving themselves. I'm going to have you start here lower until you prove yourself. No, is that good faith effort? I'm hiring you for this responsibility. I'm going to pay you at that.
0: That's right. Yeah, it's I hate that. We're going to start you off here. Bye. Later. <laughs> just quit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just quit. Okay. So, Kayla, final thoughts. I mean, I know, I know, I kind of just gave it, but from your perspective, what do you want people to walk away? Uh, from the show from this episode what what piece of nugget hr nugget do you have for them
1: oh lord um priorities keep your priorities straight no and in all the stories that we talked about with hr is you know you get some crazy stories out there or different employees that have different realities and they they come sometimes they don't know any better but i think it's walking away with taking each story seriously yeah from the employees First
0: right okay, so take it. So, so regardless of what you heard, you heard in the past, every situation, every story you hear, right then and there, always give it the good faith effort of 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 taking it seriously. Yes, excellent. Yep. And and don't so. All right, I'll jump into. Folks, recognize recognize when you're burning yourself out. Recognize that There's nothing wrong In self-care There's nothing wrong In checking out And saying You know what I This is what's important To me And leaders If you're out there If you have employees That are being burnt out It is better If you notice it first And you start taking Those 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 actions To help your employee And even Even if they say Go ahead and go I'm not gonna lie It's okay to be A little bit upset But you have to be You have to be Understanding Because Kayla I gotta tell you If I wasn't upset That means I didn't care (laughs) Right? So I'm going to be honest I was upset yeah, yeah. But you know What what am I always telling you Right Say whatever you want In your head But whatever comes out Of your mouth It's got to be proper So Same thing here Same thing here So Excellent Alright folks All right. That said Kayla Thank you very much I really thank appreciate you. it This was fun And I gotta have, I've known you For such I, a long I time I we
1: were going to end With the machete story
0: With Hold up <laughs> Hold up
1: I know I wrote that one down like,
0: to talk about the machete story Okay No cause I'm looking at the <laughs> clock And I'm like okay we've been on for an hour Now but over an hour Machete story I know this I think I know this one No I do know it but yeah, You bring it up
1: Hall- Halloween you know back to the call center Halloween contest Custom contest going on and we, we had a, an employee who, I, I think he was going to be some sort of serial killer, I think was his custom. I don't know what he was trying to be, but he did bring an actual machete into work. <laughs>
0: Remember that? Didn't he have it in his bag? Was it an axe? I thought it was an axe. No? Uh-huh. It was right. a machete. Okay. Because he had it in his bag, right? And what did he say? Is how did it, it come to your attention?
1: You brought it up. You brought I it did. It was a training class. Yeah, it was a training. It was one of our training classes. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it was one of our training classes, and it it goes to another story. that He had no malice in it.
0: He didn't mean to. I remember that <laughs> he did not mean to. Uh, because but it, because he wanted to, if we wanted it to be part of the authenticity of of the outfit and we're like you know what a plastic one from amazon or the dollar general would have given the same impression right but uh yeah you cannot bring a machete to work you 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 just can't do that right especially right trying to be like a serial killer <laughs> kayla i forgot about that Got got the machete one wasn't there a guy who said he had a gun in the trunk or like a bunch, like an armory in the trunk, but in Florida, we can't do much about that. Everybody was freaking out. Remember that one? Oh, man. No. Oh, no, because yeah. no, no. No, now you got me thinking about the uh, the uh, machete guy, but I do remember that one. Um, I forgot. Did he get fired? Oh, he got fired, yeah. right? Yeah, he yeah. did get fired.
1: He did let go. He did let go for that. Is the no-weapons
0: Ah, yeah, that rule. Tolerance. Oh God, <laughs> you know because you know somebody who's going to do something crazy with a weapon. They're like, I'm gonna go. Ah, but that policy is like, I can't, can't do it. <laughs> Let me put it back in my bag and get back in my uh, Honda, <laughs> Honda Accord. Um, I don't know why I said Honda Accord. Um, no, but now, now that I, I, I question and asking, um, wait a minute, did we fire him? Of course we had to because if we wrote him up, what are we saying? You could bring another weapon and it, it'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one, Kayla. I, that should have been on the list. That should have been in the. You know what? We need to do a part two. We have to do a part two. So, so we
1: let
0: the monkey out. We the, the, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing because I think you. I I think you're talking about the one where is it, it? Is it in my is office? Not an actual monkey. The,
1: <laughs> in the costume yeah joel the monkey that we had okay uh, i'm sorry i gotta doll. bring
0: this up i gotta bring this up i'm sorry yeah, we,
1: okay. can do, we can do a part two we got to we even left out the uh being rebuked where i was rebuked for Re- religious accommodation
0: that's yes that
1: definitely be a part, part
0: but i'm two. sorry i i got now 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 that you got you brought Joel up kayla let, let me, we're going to end on Joel. We're going to end on Joel. So, uh, you know, Kayla, oh boy, I can't believe we're going to talk about this. You know what? No, this is real. This is what happened. This is what happened. You know, um, we had, I don't know where the monkey, Joel, the monkey came from, but I think that was a gift from somebody. It was another
1: Christmas gift. Yeah.
0: We, it, I gave it to you. You didn't you? I give really it to
1: like you? Christmas. Yeah. You gave me, <laughs> uh, Joel for Christmas and one of the gift exchange. We made him uh, a badge and everything. That's he right. In my office. And. Um, yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We so we 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 took we took the monkey and you know this this toy as an actual employee. We made him a badge. We got I think I got a picture of him still. And I remember we had him in my office and we kept joking as a joke, as a joke. We kept joking that, you know, what kind of a job would we give Joel? Oh, he could be a model monkey. And that is when somebody would come in if they say, Hey, I was touched somewhere.
1: Show me on the monkey.
0: Show me on like, the monkey. <laughs> show show me I'm sorry. show me on the monkey um where you was t- and we're like, oh my God, can you imagine? That would be hilarious. Blah 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 blah. And,
1: and it was something that I, it was only talked between you, um, another HR rep at yeah. the time, and myself. It wasn't shared with anyone outside of the HR office.
0: That's right. It was just it was an insight joke. It was an inside joke. That's what it was, and that joke kept running for 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 like a couple of years, right? And and then until the day, until the day, until the day, I'm having a conversation with this one employee, and I forgot what the what the details. But she was talking about being touched. But I don't I don't know if it was her or somebody because she wasn't upset about it. She was explaining something, right?
1: It was it was on on her. She had put in a sexual harassment complaint. That's what it and was. We were going okay. through through what happened. She was explaining to us what had happened with this yeah. manager of why she felt she was that's right
0: that's right that's right and then i'm sitting you know i'm sitting at my desk you're across from me and to your right is this other employee and then she's explaining to me and you know you know with these kinds of situations you've got to be really specific okay tell me exactly what happened who touched you where you know and 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 i like to say the debating today because those are you know you just don't go anywhere near there and the
1: tone the distance the
0: and she was having like a hard time explaining it, and out of nowhere, she sees the monkey on my on my bookshelf. And says, "Can I show you on the monkey?" And I remember looking at you, <laughs> and you and you started like looking the other way because you was you was trying not to laugh. And I'm like, "Oh my god, Ricky poker face," because I was dying inside. It was I know that I know, folks. I know it's going to sound horrible. But this was it's it's one of those moments that you don't laugh at but we've had this inside joke that we never thought would materialize and here it is we're living it right now
1: voluntarily but, yes.
0: <laughs> I just happened to have the monkey there so can I show you there and she went she went and picked it up showed us and I am I am about to bust out laughing but I couldn't I got to keep a serious face on I couldn't look at Kayla Right, because then if I looked at Kayla, I was gonna start laughing. Oh my god, I forgot about (laughs) Joel.
1: I forgot about still around.
0: Uh, Who has him? You got him? I have
1: him. You got him?
0: Okay, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I just now that you brought that up, I had to at the very least end of that note. But we are going to do. I'm just thinking about that right now. We are going to do a part two because we have a lot more stories, and I don't want to, you know, make this too crazy long. So will you come back on the show, I'm going to put you out on blast.
1: Let's
0: do it. Uh, see, folks, you heard her. It was she was not coerced at all. She did that voluntarily, just like this one employee <laughs> went to go get Joelle the monkey. All right, so let's do that. So, folks, again. You guys have a good one. Thank you very much for tuning in to us. Go ahead and give us a like, download us from your favorite pay- your favorite your favorite uh podcast platform. Give us a like, let us know. So, from Kayla over in Deltona and myself in Orlando, Florida. Thank you very much. Have a good one.